Welcome back to Soccer Cards United for episode 42. This is the number one soccer card podcast in the world, produced by two guys who will never be hired to do PR for HGA or Ken Golden. Thank you to Splack Packs for that introduction. Don't forget, you can send in your Soccer Cards United introductions uh, to our DMs or by email. Uh, and we'll say them on the show. That was funny. Thank you, Splack Packs. I don't think HGA or Ken Golden are going to ever hire us to do PR for them. Do you, Enzo? No, definitely not Ken. Although we'd love to work with Ken. We'd love to have Ken on the show. I'd fucking love to chat to Ken. I think I'm going to... When I start getting shit graded, I'm definitely going to do business with Ken, to be honest. Because, you know, he's so good at what he does, Jason. We're not going to get into that. This is not the show to throw anybody under nope. the bus. But it's, I'm, I'm glad that uh, uh, Black Packs there uh, sent that in. And we have a few more. So keep us going, because we want to do these little intros to the show. It's a nice bit of back and forth between ourselves and, and yourselves. I like it. I, I, they were enjoyable DMs to get, and I do appreciate the ones that I have gotten so far. Yeah. Now, speaking of DMs, Enzo... Uh, and social media and all that stuff. Very exciting, unprecedented, totally new experience. Unprecedented is unprecedented is right. It's been a long time coming. I'll say that. Yeah, I said to you today, this morning, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. I text Enzo, and I said, "Hey, I have an idea for a tweet. Can I log into the Twitter account which Enzo manages?" and Put the tweet out. Um, and you were like, yeah. And then I realized I could have been doing that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll say this. I, I think, the, like, I don't know if we'd be where we are if we've seen all of these Atletico tweets that you went straight into. You, I've seen a Suarez getting quote tweeted very No, fast. somebody tweeted that at me. Uh, listen, I have my hands in the air, somebody. but I've seen some, some Suarez on my timeline. One. <laughs> One. Yeah, I'll tell you who sent it to me. Uh Somebody tagged me in it. Anyway, um, it was good fun. It was good fun over there um, on Twitter today. And I was asking everybody if they're going to watch the Coppa Italia or the Coupe de France, which is on uh, tonight. Yep. And the results are 65 votes uh, an hour before the match. 37% say they're going to watch the Coppa Italia. 29% say they're going to watch uh, the Coupe de, uh, France. Coupe de France. And the rest of them say they're not going to watch either of them. Hmm, interesting. Uh, honest. So, honest. Our our audience aren't afraid to Who's in the Coupe de France final, do you know? I haven't Monaco and PSG. I like that. I like that. I think I'll watch yeah. the Coppa Italia if I get home in time, but I probably won't. Hmm. Yeah, no Neymar and no Marquinhos. No, no Kimpembe for PSG. So Monaco have a real opportunity here. Um and also then ends on the uh on the Twitter I was talking about how I was sending a couple of Arsenal cards that I sold overnight. I like that image that you put together. Thanks. I was trying to think of a way to uh, cover the addresses on the envelopes. Yeah. I said I said to myself, then, this guy has a lot of time to tweet. Why is today the first day this has happened? Because normally you send I've me photos. Time. Like them photos are in my WhatsApp that you're like, oh, post them. You know, you can get access to them. I could have just been posting them. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we know. And now we know. No, but it's good. I think... Yeah. We're slowly but surely becoming more efficient in in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're getting there. We're, we're learning. So uh, do uh, if you're not following us on Twitter already, do follow us on Twitter um, because we're very close to 2,000 followers. So tell weird. your friends about you hear that? Weird. I've been in the chat. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But the, uh, 
one of the Arsenal cards was Bukayo Saka. Now, the hardcore crowd who listen to postcards United will know that I had a whole back and forth with an eBayer uh, about my Bukayo Saka Futera gold uh, one of five um, card. He was offering me $210 after I'd paid $105. Telling you you were doubling your money. Yeah, telling me how much money I was going to take home. I said, you have no idea about my finances. <laughs> Don't count my pockets. Uh, no. So then... He uh, he must have been listening or something because the very next day after the podcast was released, so I released the podcast, whatever it was, Monday night, Tuesday, I get an offer, $300. That doesn't mean he must have been listening. <laughs> no, but Enzo, this fella, we ended the conversation with him saying, he was adamant that I was trying to scalp him and that this wasn't good enough and that he didn't want to do business anymore. Then I go on the podcast, do a full breakdown of my thought process and then the next day, and I kind of like say that if I was actually doubling my money, then I'd be happy. Mm. And he comes back and offers me that amount. I said, this guy. This guy is smooth. So I know you're out there somewhere. You know, I can't wait till he opens an eBay case. I bet you it was all a big fucking ploy to piss you off. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, joking, I'm joking. please, don't open an eBay case. So yeah, so I sold it. Because it's like a first uh, Futera card that I've sold from the Unique Live series. Are you not sad to have sold that one? Yeah, that was the one I kind of wanted to hang on to. <laughs> yeah. Could have given you but, a 200 uh, for that myself. Yeah, but look, I just thought to myself, sell it. Okay. You know? Okay, sharp behavior. Because I'll tell you why. I felt like he had like uh, Chronicles rookie tickets and stuff from the season before, you know? He did, he did. And I'm like, this isn't like something like a... Something like a, a pitch king. I don't know if he had a, a rookie ticket. Pitch, pitch sorry, king. a pitch kings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had like, a couple of like uh, metal cards, like with autos on them and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like Impeccable he had some real like stuff. Or immaculate. Yeah. One. Whereas like a couple of them, like uh, Ruiz Atiel and Liam Delap, like they have zip, nothing. Maybe yeah. maybe like a match attack. But you like, didn't other than that, show nothing. us the the Atiel. I don't think you got a PSG. We only seen the the closed PSG. I didn't see what was in it. Yeah, I didn't take it. Do you know why I didn't? Because last time I sent the photos, they didn't get posted. So I just thought, <laughs> I'm just going to not post that. I'm not going to. Mm. Listen, I'll give you... You know the, what I mean? Listen, we're going to get a good social media thing going. We, 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 <laughs> it's, we're almost a year in, Jason. We're about to figure some shit out. For, okay. For the first time ever today, Jason, let me tell the yeah. people. In work, I decided to, instead of taking photos of cards, I scanned them with the scanner. Right? Oh, yeah. I was able to get 14 cards in one scan. And then obviously I can just crop the photo that I get or the PDF. And holy fucking shit, they came out so amazingly. And as I said, 14 in one go, you're not worried about the lighting. You're not worried about nothing. And I I know, I think Griff said it on that episode. I think he talked about scanning or some shit. I don't remember. All the way back in October. Yeah, but it took me till... Listen, I don't know what's wrong with us. We're, we're, we're jaded a little bit. We might be... We maybe we're, I think we're just, we're just maybe tired from doing two podcasts a week for the last year. We put in work, Jason. You're dead right. That's right. So, um, yeah, so I sold the Futera. You started scanning. Oh, the scanning, by the way, when you crop the uh, images, yeah. is it high resolution enough that it's still in? Oh, in, yes. This is an industrial... This like, is not... I, I, might, I might have to stay in this job for a long time to come just to right. get my use out of that scanner with the volume. This isn't I've my grandfather's with. scanner. This ain't... It ain't that. It ain't that, Jason. Okay. Right. Very good. Um so there we go so that was uh, a little thrilling conclusion to the Saka uh, story I was going to hold on to it at that price even but then I thought this guy's come back around I just, it deserves to be for tomorrow uh, I get it 
Do you know what I mean? Like, because then it's like it's a closed case. We don't have to keep talking about it. And, you, and as you've said as well, Liam Delap. I think that's a good one to to have your hands on. It is technically you know a pre rookie or whatever the fuck, but I do think that if he pops off the way he should do when he gets into the first team, as Pep said he will be, um, that that could be a nice one to have. Could be a nice one to have. Um, and so yeah, so that was a bit about uh, ourselves this week. Let's talk about your football weekend. So, uh, did you see the FA Cup? The FA Cup final that was that was a joy to watch in terms of wasn't it just the fans back in the stadium that kind of atmosphere, um, it just oh I just how it, everything I I I enjoyed that game a lot. Um, yeah, Leicester beating Chelsea. Yeah, Christian Pulisic Chelsea. Yeah. Mason Mount Chelsea. Money Mace huge saves by, by Schmeichel. That was oh oh yeah. It was a great game. Like it wasn't the first half wasn't incredible. I don't think I can't remember fully, but it was no. It was quite cagey. It was a good... It, I think it was just something about the fans being back. It was just... It was an, an event, you know? Yeah. And uh, a cracking goal as well from uh, from Yuri Tiedemans to uh, score against Kepa Arita Balaga. A lot of people earlier in the year had were, were fishing around the Pro League trying to get different rookies and they were scared of the way they do the reprint rookies a few years later. And they were trying to pencil in Yuri Tiedemans. A lot of people that listen to this have actually picked him out and they wanted his rookie because they had a lot of belief that he'd move away and, and just continue to be better and get to the Euros and stuff like that. Now, I never, I was never hugely keen on him as a hobby purchase, but huge goal in a final. I think they'd all be very, very happy, and it was a great goal. Yeah, I actually was, I thought I had maybe one of his, his first Champions League stickers, so I thought I had that around the place, and I was looking for it after the goal, thinking this could be a good social media thing, mm. and uh, I couldn't find it. So, <laughs> um, but no, so Kepa was in goal, and, um, I read an th- interesting thing afterwards that like a hundred percent of the uh, shots to the top corner to the the on Kepa's right hand, uh, he had conceded. So if you if you hit on target in the top corner uh, last season against Kepa, you it went in. He never saves them. Right, he can't reach up to the corner to go up on his right hand for some reason. And uh, so you just listen it. Tiedemans. No, no, huh? no, no. Continue, continue. So Tiedemans said that he was given an instruction. Oh, by the by, Brendan Rodgers' staff. If you get an opportunity, and you can hit it from far out into the top corner, hit it to his right, and uh, you should score. And then he did it, and he scored. Jesus. So, uh, that's a kind of granular detail. Yeah, that's goes the into the, That's that's the stuff. Um, so yeah, and then uh, Chelsea and Leicester played each other on Tuesday night and had a big fight. Yeah, makes sense. I saw Mike Dean in the middle there. I said, "This won't end well." This won't end well at all. This will end in tears. There was a lot said after uh, the game. Rudiger had a lot to say about... Um, he didn't mention a name, but I think it was... Oh, it was uh, um, um, Daniel Amarty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because he was in the... He was... He was uh, Given all this... Go with the, given all this, and he was abusing the Chelsea pendant, I think, in the dressing room after the FA Cup final and stuff like that. So, disrespectful. Not great sportsmanship there. But Tony Rudiger, he fights everybody. He was fighting <laughs> Luis Suarez against Atletico. He was fighting... Uh, all the uh, uh, Real Madrid, was it Real Madrid they playing? Yeah, yeah. In this, in this, yeah, they were fighting them. He fights people. You don't want to mess with a big Tony Rudiger. No, he'll fight you. He'll fight you, and you'll 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 lose. And then of course we had our friends over at Borussia Dortmund who feel like maybe the closest team to the hobby. Like I think <laughs> a lot of people in the hobby just like have a kind of a familiarity and a fondness for Borussia Dortmund. It doesn't exist really for another team uh, within the hobby. Yeah, um, 
they have turned their season around from what was shambolic to a, to a good season because they've also secured Champions League football, which did not yeah. look set to happen at all. And no. they've got themselves some silverware, which honestly never looks set to happen really for Dortmund. So huge. The darlings of the hobby, due to their amazing ability to do pay Ken Golden pump players, basically get young lads in, pump yeah. them and then get them sold. And that just... In that kind of environment and in that kind of kind of atmosphere, that's where the hobby thrives. Um, yeah, I didn't watch that game. There was a lovely tops uh, tops now card came out, and interestingly, I thought to myself, "What license are they printing that under?" Because it's not the Bundesliga; it's the DFB Pokal. It was a BVB tops now. Of course, ah, they're clever. They're clever. They can do anything. Powerful. If it, Imagine uh, Leipzig had a one. There wouldn't have been any tops now. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, there would have been nothing. There would have been nothing, Jason. There would have been nothing. Except a few commemorative cans of Red Bull printed. <laughs> um, do you think if they had a won the, if Leipzig won the cup, they would have filled the cup with, with Red Bull and drank it like champagne, you know? Yeah. Just, and I think Tops yeah. would have found a way to get uh, some cards out still with the Dortmund license. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then we have the other fi- cup finals. I love a good cup final, especially with fans back in the stadium. It feels oh. like a real event. The fans are crazy. Even my mother said to me, she said uh, she's watching the United game against Fulham, I think it was. Was it Fulham? Um, yeah. And she was like, there was fans in the stadium. like, And she was just buzzed because it's like a sign of real life happening again. Return. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's great. And um, yeah, so then uh, this weekend we have big, big games uh, for your and my respective teams. The final day of the season in Italy and in Spain. Milan are playing Atalanta. Oh, Have they yeah, secured yeah. Champions League football? Is it in their own hands? What's going on there? It's in our own hands, but we need to beat Atalanta, which quite frankly means it's not in our own hands. It's in Ciampello <laughs> Gasparini's team's hands. And we pray that they're too busy in the Coppa tonight and that they're real tired when they play us. But yeah, it's really, really sad, Jason. I'm not... Yeah. They beat us 3-0 at the, the reverse fixture this season, and that's just who who they fucking are um they have nothing to play for because they're in second i don't think anyone can catch them but even if they can they're in champions league again they don't really have anything to play for they're busy with the cup and they're still going to come out like a, a gang of fucking psychopaths and we're in trouble yeah now the atlanta ha- i think have secured champions league football for the thirdly uh third year in, a, year in a row and they have the second lowest wage bill in syria yeah yeah 20 percent of juve's wage bill and i think 33 percent of Inter's wage bill. I mean, it's a, it's an insane job that they've done. Do you know what I need? What's that? I'll be watching the Coppa Italia. I need them to win it and to celebrate and to be hung over to bits. Because then, yes, then we'll fucking get them. That's what you need. You need Martin Darun having a few too many shandies tonight. Oh, I need him gassing up everyone else to have a few shandies. Jason. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on, Goosens. Have a drink of that. If 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 they lose, I don't want to play them. I do not want to see them showing up. Yeah. To no. finish their season on a high after getting yeah. uh, beaten. A wounded by. animal. No thanks. I want a yeah. drunk, no, hungover animal. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't want a vindictive Luis Muriel running at you. No, no, really, really no. You'd be in big trouble. Um, I need Illich's course... wife to cheat on him again. Oh, come on. That's oh, no, that's the so shit I need. I need him to fuck off again and retire from football. I need a lot of things to happen, but just to every single Atalanta player. And then maybe... <laughs> a series of personal tragedies to befall the Atlanta squad. Yeah. Yeah. 
but just for a week, so nothing too serious. Just no. some misunderstandings, some confusion. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe Illichich sees text messages and he just gets triggered, you know? And it That's wasn't... what I mean. He, yeah, so he, yeah, you yeah, need Illichich yeah. to think that his wife cheated on him, but, but she, she didn't, didn't actually cheat on him. No, no. I don't, maybe not, maybe his girlfriend, not his wife. I assume his, his wife's gone now. His, his current girlfriend. His, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I, I think the wife is that's gone. But maybe he's dating that's again, finished. he's back on the horse, and then he's, you know, he's bringing in with it a lot of toxic... Um, yeah, he has a lot of baggage. He has and a he, lot of fucking baggage. I, I opened myself up again, and this is what happens. But, of course, she didn't actually cheat on him. He's just paranoid because of what happened with his wife. Yeah, and he fucked up his performance then against Milan because of that. Or didn't show up. Retired from football yeah. again. That's what I need. That's what we. That's what you need. Well, that's. I think that's definitely within the rounds of possibility that could happen. Um, especially the Illichid. Especially, especially the Illichid. Uh And then... In Spain, we have the final day of La Liga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. day of La Liga. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, uh, 5 o'clock uh, in the after- afternoon, evening, hour time, 6 o'clock in Spain. Uh, Atletico will be playing uh, Valladolid, uh, who are not technically safe yet, so they do have something to play for. Oh, uh, but if Atletico win, they will be league uh, champions. For the first time uh, since 2014. 2014. Okay. So, um, an interesting stat. I think Atletico have won the league like four or five times uh, in the past 30 years or so. Maybe more than that. Anyway, Atletico haven't won a league title before the last day of the season since 1977. <laughs> They only know how to do it in the most difficult, nerve-biting way or uh, nail-biting way possible. So, yeah. and what's um, worse, if you slip up, the winners of the league yeah. are Real Madrid. You're handing it to, to Real Madrid, the eternal rival. They always seem to be on your fucking ass as well. Your two Champions League finals <laughs> as well. Who are you against? Oh, them? thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. So not only do you up. lose a final, but your great rivals but win the yeah. final. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a high stakes. You know, it's high. St- it's rough stuff. Um. Uh-oh. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And usually I would be saying, well, Real might still because they're playing um, Villarreal, who are a wonderful side, who are quite good. Um, but the problem is, Enzo, what is the that problem? Villarreal oh. have the Europa League final. final. Yeah, oh. next week. So oh, it's... Shit. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to find out when exactly that is. I can't seem to find it. So you need to be just doing your own business. Yeah, we can't rely on, on Real dropping points. They're not playing Barca, they're not playing Sevilla. They're playing a, a Villarreal with very much their eyes The 26th on... of May, Wednesday, next Wednesday. Yeah, so they... A week's time. Actually, Villarreal were supposed to play... It was supposed to all be on Sunday. And Villarreal, God bless them, uh, said that... Um, Asked, asked the league to push their round of matches back one day so that they have more time to rest for the Europa League. They said, it's not fair. We're playing the European final on, on Wednesday. You're making us play on Sunday. Mm. Where's that? So then they moved Villarreal's match. But because it matters with the other teams, they had to move Atletico's match as well. Yeah, I was going to um, say, why... All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why... Okay. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it, Jason. I was just confused as you to why... I mean? All the fixtures aren't on the same day, but they take fixtures that don't really matter and they, they spread out the season, which, to be honest, I like. Yeah, they were like, well, we don't need to move them because they're actually not even involved. We need to move all of these yeah. other ones. 
Um, so yeah, so anyway, that's that's the story. Uh, a huge weekend's coming up for Milan and Atletico, as it feels like it has been every weekend for the past year or so. But that's what that's what happens in a season like this. But isn't it frustrating because we've both had respectively amazing seasons, but we're one game away from that either being realised or it being a disaster season. Yes, yes, it's grim. It is. Like, we could be in Jason. We could be in Tops Chrome Champions League next year. AC Milan, like we could be there. Like I, I, ooh. you haven't, you haven't seen that kind of thing. I have never seen Tops with the AC Milan license properly, like the Europa League sometimes. But that's not it. Yeah, they don't really churn those ones out. You wait till the knockout stages, then we get knocked out. I cannot handle, and it's 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 oh, it's Atlanta. I need. We know what I need, and I'm I'm fingers crossed. Okay, fingers crossed for that. Um. So then, Enzo, also this week, the some of the squads for the European Championship started to come out. Um, I think uh, Turkey's was out, Belgium was out. But let's start with France. Can I say, with the yeah. fans returning to the stadiums and uh, these teams being announced and the sun shining outside, I'm. it's hitting me. It's hitting me. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I, 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 on, the way, on the way home from work today, I was thinking, no, I'm actually looking forward to the Euros now. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, so... Um, Didier Deschamps announced his 26-man squad for the Euros uh, this summer. Uh, I'm going to quickly just fly through it, right? Because I just want to, especially with France, I want to give you an idea of the of the depth that they're working with here. Um, so, uh, in goal, Lloris, uh, Magnon or Mandanda. In defence, uh, Digne, uh, Dubois, Hernandez. That's Lucas Hernandez. No Teo Hernandez. Yeah, Enzo is yeah. an AC Milan fan. What do you think about that? It's disgraceful. I hope that makes him want to put three goals past Atlanta in anger. <laughs> don't laugh. The show, did he, they yeah, it's a show. I think it's shocking. I don't rate like Digne is good, but he's he ain't Teo Hernandez. I, I just this that's shocking to me. Well, he might even end up playing Lucas uh, left back. No, I know that. But um, fuck off. But why not play Lucas at centre half and put his brother beside him? Why not have that as an option? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and then you have uh, Kimpembe, uh, Jules Kunde, who is uncapped. The Sevilla centre half gets a call up for the Euros. Great player. Great player. Looks like a, a very uh, uh, bright talent going forward. Clement Longley, who has been absolutely disastrous uh, for Barcelona over the last season and a half or so. Benjamin Pavard, fair enough. Rafa Varane, fair enough. And Kurt Zuma, Chelsea's Kurt Zuma, gets in there. Yeah, listen, why is Hernandez not in that back line somewhere? Especially yeah. with a 26-man squad. Fuck off. I'm angry. Yeah. Then in the uh, in the midfield you have N'Golo Kante, Paul Pogba. I think there's probably your midfield too, right yeah. there. Uh, Rabio, Sissoko, Musa Sissoko, and Corentin uh, um, Tolisso. Now Tolisso hasn't played many games over the last few years. Sissoko hasn't been playing many games for Spurs. And uh, I was having a conversation about this on Twitter today, and uh, with northern sports cards and we were talking about how the i was saying how deschamps seems to be quite loyal to his 2018 world cup winning squad and wants to kind of give them the opportunity to win this as well Mm -hmm. and then he'll start again with the next crowd yeah no it makes sense but a bit stupid in my opinion because you especially when there's a one-year gap between the world cup you should use this tournament as a prepper for the world cup as well that's true. That make, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So, then you have uh, oh, you're bringing Thomas Lamar as well, La Maradona as we call him. <laughs> All right. Look at this. I hope Real Madrid win the league now. Hey, stop, stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
some big shouts in here in the forward line ends. Let me run through them real quick. Uh, Wissam Ben Yedder, who's been banging in goals. Uh, Kingsley Coman, Usman Dembele, Olivier Giroud, Griezmann, Mbappe, Marcus Thuram of Brushing Munch and Gladbach. Hey, we like that. What a, what a shout for that. I think he only got in probably because of the extra three spaces in the squad. We called that way back, though. I like that. I think we did. I think if you remember, the listeners remember back. Oh, could it Champions League preview. Or something. Champions League preview, we said Turam's looking likely to go to the Euros. And no one knew who to... F- anyway, continue. I love that. And then, Enzo, the most controversial pick of all here from Didier Deschamps. Second most controversial, as far as I'm concerned. Give me Teo Hernandez. After, after Teo Hernandez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe most controversial place in the squad. Inclusion. Most controversial no place in the squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, is of course Karim Benzema of Real Madrid Fucking arguably hell. one of the best strikers definitely one of the best strikers in Europe this season one of the best players in La Liga this season uh, that isn't called Lionel Messi um, Benzema picked back on France duty for the first time since 2015 is going to stand trial for blackmail in October in France has previously uh, fallen out with Didier Deschamps who didn't pick him unofficially banned from the team and he gets brought back from uh, exile for the Euros could you believe this when you heard it was going to happen no shocked shocked I I don't want to say I'm just going to slightly revere when I seen the 26 man squad I was like okay I can actually see how Benzema like I was still shocked but I was like when I seen Noteo Hernandez I was like oh no 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 like that's disrespectful but I'm not going to get into that because I've said it too many times but Having literally spoke about it, I think, on either the last PCU or the last Soccer Cards United, it was kind of shocking. And to be honest, with everything that's gone on, I genuinely thought he would never see a French jersey again. And to be honest, it's really exciting. Yeah, because, he, I mean, we, we talked about how, like, even from a hobby point of view, we talked about... Some, did someone ask us about Benzema or did I bring it up? Or, I can't remember. Um, but we were talking about how the thing about him... No, I think we brought it up. It was that he doesn't really have this international career. He's at the 2014 World Cup of France, but then didn't wasn't part of the 2018 World Cup uh, squad, obviously. Uh, and has been in, out in the cold, kind of just been based in Madrid, not even really a superstar, superstar there. Um, but now he comes back in. And are we thinking, Enzo, that Benzema, does he get a bit of hobby love this summer? When people see him in the French jersey scoring goals alongside Mbappe? I mean... Who knows? Like you know, he, he could be like I don't I don't think it should necessarily because I just think does it does it legitimize him in hobby eyes though? I think so. Like his rookie cards are hard to come by, so that means they're super scarce. And you know, he's still like to have super scarce rookies and still be able to like perform at at a, at a European Championship. Yeah, there'll there'll be movement there. I think, and you think mm-hmm. too. If I remember a conversation with you, but um. You know, it's still he's still on the back end of, of, of players in terms of the hobby is obviously focused on younger players. Um, sure. But it's a huge moment for him and for anyone that is yeah. backing Benzema to have, to have done anything like this. I mean, like, just to give you an idea of what a kind of figure of controversy he is, um, the, la- the whole uh, sex tape blackmail scandal was with a former... Uh, it was with Mathieu Valbuena, like a former teammate. So a lot of people in France are saying... This guy, the last time he was party in the national setup, was an accomplice in the blackmail of one of his teammates. What kind of a influence uh, is that? Influence is this going to be in the dressing room? And the, maybe the reason why Deschamps had to bring him back will be discussed in just a minute when we talk about Germany. But even like Benzema um, was talking about, has you know in, in the past he's been talking about why doesn't he sing the national anthem in Marseilles? 
uh, when he's uh, on France duty and Benzema is of uh, Algerian descent, uh, same as Zidane. I think his, his parents and Zidane's parents came from the same place in Algeria, actually. Um, that's one of the reasons they're so close. Set up some scouts over there. Yeah, there's some talent in there. Mm-hmm. And um, But he said, I think it's a, it's a song of, of, of war. It's about going off to war and conquering other places, and that's just not what I'm about. He's kind of like, you know, anti-French imperialism, all that yeah. stuff. So there's a big, big portion of French society and French sporting society that has a lot of problems with Karim Benzema, and this won't have made them happy. But it could be a sporting reason, because when you look at Germany, Enzo, they announced their squad. And, of course, Yogi Love had said he was going to stick with the young guns, new generation, all that stuff. Then the Nations League and the World Cup qualifying campaign was horrible. And he said, well, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and he's brought back Thomas Muller and Matt Tummels. Muller, that's what you want to see. This, this Euros is going to be filthy good, Jason. Yeah, because Yogi Love had said, no no Matt Tummels, no Boateng, uh, no Muller. They're all finished. They're over. I want the new generation in. And then he had to go back on his word. Same way Didier Deschamps had to go back on his word with Benzema because Enzo... Portugal, France, and Germany are all in the same group. And you need that experience for that shit. You don't... There's, There are no other reasons other than sporting reasons to select this squad this summer for these teams. I'm fucking excited, Jason. And to be honest, like, the best third place still qualifies, so all three of them could technically get to the knockout rounds. I don't see that happening. Oh, is, there, is it a playoff, is it, or something? Oh, I think so. There's some... I think it could just be... Maybe it's the best two. Well, no, could they get the best third place because they're all going to play each other? Yeah, potentially. Because it could be really tight and everyone's getting points as opposed to people getting absolutely smashed. But either ah, way... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know. Um, I think one of them obviously will be ejected. I think most likely one of them gets ejected from the tournament, which will affect... Like, if you're going heavy for Euros, kind of, you know prospecting and, and, and choosing yeah one of the big guns most likely going out in the group stage for sure which is exciting like that that's drama because a lot of people are like oh no like they shouldn't be in the same group i want to see them in the knockouts but it's like we're seeing the one-off game anyway shut the fuck up yeah 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 yeah. no I, it's, it's very exciting can i just say yeah, my someone... tone would be so different if italy was in that group i'm like this is bullshit no and i'm like, come on what's the competitiveness we need a super league here <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh yeah i'm looking at the uh germany squad any highlights here um, yeah. No, pretty standard. Uh, back line. Sorry, oh, I jumped ahead. I was just talking about the back line. I jumped ahead. I didn't know. Um, to- aforementioned Tony Rudiger is here. Nicolas Sula of Bayern, who we rate highly, Enzo. Yeah, yeah. To see Rudiger fighting people in the Euros is going to be great. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Rudiger versus Benzema. Yeah, and that's a good. Ooh, that's a very good two though at the back. If it is Sule and him beside each other, that is you know yeah. competent sure. and agile. Yeah. Uh, and then in the midfield, you have a few, uh, few Emery Chan, Serge Naby, Leon Goretzka, Gundogan obviously had a fantastic season with Man City, Kai Havertz, Hobby Darling, Kai Havertz. Um, Hobby Misfit, I would say. Hobby Misfit. Jonas Hoffman of Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, oh, I like Neuhaus. that. Neuhaus. That's very... Neuhaus. Oh, Florian Neuhaus. Florian Neuhaus. Uh, Kevin Folland, who's been tearing it up for Monaco. Uh, Leroy Sané. Enzo, you're sitting on a lot of really Rysani cards. Yeah, I'm ready for him to hopefully have a big Euros. Who knows what's going to happen? His confidence is on the floor. Yeah, the permanently offside Timo Werner. Oh, yes. His confidence is up. Uh, Tony Cruz, Thomas Muller. Go, sorry. He did an interview recently on, um, for Chelsea TV, I think it was, and they were asking him, how did it feel to have the crowd here? And he was like, yeah, I'm like happy that they're like supporting me. Like I think he was like, he was genuinely shocked that he wasn't like getting abused the way he probably is online. Yeah. Do you know what I mean for missing well, he, all the open goals? He was well. like, he was delighted. They were, uh, 
they were chanting. They have a team of Werner chant, and the Chelsea fans were chanting it. And he was saying, like, in Germany, they don't really chant for individuals. They kind of just chant the team. Yeah. So this is kind of a new... I was Experience. like, oh, no, you're, you play for Chelsea now. It's the most individualistic club. <laughs> they don't That's even support... I've had that even for Frozen Only. When I go when I go to Frozen Only games, sometimes like yeah. the ultras, especially I guess in most games, like the ultras are just singing their own shit, and most of the time it's just about the team as opposed to individual players. Um, so that yeah. kind of makes sense, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Especially when he's coming um, from a, a fucking Red Bull club. Come on. Yeah, come on. So uh, then you have the 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 kind of diamond i suppose in as from a hobby point of view in this uh, euro squad for for germany and that's jamal musiala uh gets picked um no florian verts people were talking about and i'll yeah. tell you ends on my little pet theory um, okay on this people are saying musiala's got picked verts hasn't gotten picked uh verts arguably more consistent this season obviously musiala play, has played in bigger games and has champions league experience now and everything like that both the same age um why is one going to the under 21s, one going to senior squad? And I said uh, earlier, and I'm saying it now here again, there is clearly a political element to picking Jamal Musiala. They had to pry him away from England. If you remember a couple of months ago, he declared uh, for Germany. How do you get him to declare for Germany? You'll play in the Euros this summer. I promise you I will bring you to the Euros. Wurz is German. What are they going to say to him? <laughs> You're already tied in, son. You can't yeah. you're not going anywhere. It's a dirty business, Jason. You it's didn't a mention, dirty, dirty business. You didn't mention. I didn't hear you mention Joshua Kimmich, but I assume he is there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Joshua Kimmich is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah come yeah, on, because yeah. that midfield. I'm seeing Joshua Kimmich. I'm seeing Gundogan. I'm seeing. Oh, I'm missing one you just said. Oh, Goreska. Goreska. And then maybe Neuhaus. Like if if they could. Like I don't think Neuhaus is going to have a big part to play. I don't think, but. That no, could... but if they could figure out a way to do it, because like I actually, I think if I had that kind of, because I'm looking oh, at the cross as well, still fuck. Yeah, I'm looking at the defenders here, like, and you've Goosens obviously can play uh, left back, and then you've Halstenberg, Gunter, Cock. They don't really have a great right back there. Oh, Ginter as well from Gladbach. Oh yeah, I they could actually, put if, Kimmich there. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If you can stick Kimmich right back and put Sula. Kasuda is used to playing with Kimmich just outside him because Kimmich goes walkabouts and you can kind of yeah. Suda knows how to cover. Um, so I think you stick Kimmich at right back with freedom to roam. Tell Suda to watch it. Yeah, no, um, I actually agree with that. Like he 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 runs a game at right back. Like he is top quality. Yeah. So there you go. That's our that's our tactical pick for the for the squad. So yeah, there's other squads announced. You can have a look through yourselves. But I think that France and Germany, there's lots there, and that group is just turning into some contest. And the fucking Portuguese have, are no slouches. That squad's going to oh come my in God. fucking hot. Trying to pick a Portugal team is unbelievable. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, oh, the Euros, Jason. I guess who opens the fucking Euros? My men. Yes. Italy. Yeah, and Mancini has them in fine form. They, they announced their squad. It wasn't crazy. Like, you know, it's basic. Do you want to have a quick look at, at, the, at the Italy squad? Ah, uh, go on. Okay. Let me have a look here. When Do you know when they announced it? Yeah, a couple of days ago. No, no, no. I say, I say we, we leave it. We leave it for now because I when we're building up to that tournament, we're going to go hard on that. Okay. Because there's some shit just... to get to here in the Hobby HQ as well. Okay, I'm just quickly just having a look at it. <laughs> You're ignoring um, it. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just quickly, quickly having a look at it. Oh, yeah, there's a few in there people won't, won't necessarily know, but they will after the tournament. There you go. There you go. So I'll leave that on with you there. Um, what's next on the agenda here? I think it's time for Hobby HQ. Yeah, I think that's where we're at. It's I time think. to talk about the hobby. The hobby? The hobby 
Now, we're going to talk about a bit of NFT news in just a minute. And uh, obviously, crypto's going crazy. Uh, good luck and God bless to anybody who's heavily exposed to crypto at the minute. Because uh, are you buying the dip? What was the thing we said about the trading card dip, Enzo? Was it buy the... Buy the dip. Buy oh, the buy dip. the flip. Keep... Flip. Buy the... Oh, it was flip the... Was it flip? No. Flip the dip. Keep the deep. Ah, uh, it wasn't flip the dip, though. No, it wasn't flip the dip. Uh, I don't know. Was it ripped it? No, no. I don't remember what that was, but it was funny and clever. It was. It was both of those things, I'm sure. <laughs> it definitely wasn't just a phrase that happened to rhyme, so I kept saying it over and over again because I like rhymes. <laughs> the what? Yeah, listen, crypto's going um, crazy. I think we're at a sorry, point. Sorry, what I was going to say was, well, I, have to, I have to get this NFT news up on my laptop. I was going to ask, do you want to talk about the US hobby dip that we're kind of seeing right all now? All right, all right, all right, Jason. You you get to work. I'll chat away here. The um, Okay, so this is one of the things I said to Jason. Like, the, and the, You would have seen it on Twitter. A lot of people, and like we're, we're strictly, strictly, we're European, soccer heavy. You know, we don't really follow, you know, we don't follow NFL. We don't follow NBA, you know, this, like MB, uh, MLB. But apparently, yeah, the sports card hobby is having a lull, is having a dip, Jason. Mm. Uh, I think graded cards are not selling for what people want them to be selling for. I think society is opening up and some people are walking away from the hobby and people are concerned, but then they're also staying calm because, you know, they're in the dip, so they're sitting deep or whatever, you know, the thing whatever is. The, whatever we said, yeah. Well, like, soccer's not doing so bad and, and Formula 1 is booming, uh, if you paid attention to that. And, like, I've seen some people on Twitter being like, like, LOL. Like, if you, if you ain't, you know... Over here, it's great kind of thing. Like, you know, the grass is greener on this side, boys. And, like, there's definitely been, like, a dip soccer-wise, but it genuinely hasn't been as bad as what we're seeing. And I'm very mm. peripheral to what's happening in the other sports because I don't follow them. But it's just, I think it really does come down to, this is something I just think about all the time, is just the difference in production of soccer and the other sports. I'm going to say, that, like, obviously F1 is in with that as well, like, in with the soccer kind of crowd because it's newer and it's not highly produced. But, like... When you see, as we spoke about last week, the way Target is changing things, but like back before they changed things, Walmart and Target, every Walmart and Target up and down the United States, people were walking in and putting like 20 to 30 boxes on the register and buying it. You yeah. just, that's not seen in soccer at all. You're not getting your No, hands. it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You're not printing them to a point where they're in all, they're stocked up everywhere and one person can just buy 20 off a shelf. Like that is... That is produce, produce. You know what I mean? The, the, the numbers yeah. on that are crazy. The print runs on that are crazy. Like, people always ask me, like, oh, what do you think the print run is on, on you know, Topps Chrome, uh, Champions League? What do you think the print run is on the Merlin? Like, what do you think the print... And I'm like, I don't know what it is. You know, if you can't do the full maths on it, I don't know what it is. But it's not... Like, you're not at the level of it to be a concern yet. You know, in no. terms... It's a concern in terms of so many products are coming out and there's a rookie... 20 different rookies for people. But it's just... When people talk, like, when the hobby was in good stead, like, NBA cards that were graded would have a PSA 10 graded population of 10,000. Like, 10,000 yeah. of these got a 10. Soccer yeah. is nowhere near that level. And people don't That's really true. understand that. And then you you put it down to soccer doesn't have as many hobby people in it. And that's where it's gro like growing the hobby within the soccer community because the soccer community is so much bigger than those communities they're just not hobby heads yet. And that's why something like this, this podcast, Jason, is trying to kind of bring that awareness to it. And anytime you see a high, high value sale or a famous person or an influencer getting involved in it kind of becoming mainstream, 
it, it, it's a good thing. But yeah, obviously, like dips are going to happen, especially off the back of COVID. But I really do think that if, if you're sitting on some good soccer stuff in terms of like, you know, the messy mega cracks and stuff like that, the next peak peak that's similar to the pandemic peak, people are going to clean up. Yeah, I think um, it's it's one of those things where like obviously we've no, we've no idea what's going on in, in baseball cards, NFL cards, basketball cards. It does seem like there's big saturation and there's also a lot of like, because um, I saw a conversation between a couple of people on, on Twitter about it and um like you were saying guy was saying the base the base card graded market is is falling fast and that literally just comes to there's so many like base. the grade as we always or i don't know if we always say it but it's important to point out the grade itself is of no inherent value uh, it's only really re- re- relative to the population so if you have a really old card and you have a psa 2 of a really old card but it's the only one ever graded then that is the best condition you can possibly get that card in if, but if you have 10,000 of a PSA 10 uh, of a base, then that's worthless because it's 10,000 of them. It's not yeah. worthless, I mean, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so the grade itself is only, it's all graded to a curve, you know? There's a curve within PSA, within BGS, within SGC, but there's also a demand curve. That's a technical term that I don't actually think I know what it is. But in, hmm. in a very casual sense, there's a demand curve at play as well. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, uh, especially for vintage lower grades, matter da, da, da. But yeah, that's why. I just think people. But need that's, to sorry, that's that's why lower that. grades matter in vintage. You can just think you can, you know. It, yeah, but I also think I think a lot of people in Europe haven't been exposed to grading. So when they're trying to look at the market and when they're concerned about, sometimes some people ask me like, I'm selling like a two euro card, and they're like, what's the centering like? And I'm like, have you ever graded ever? And they're like, no. And it's like, relax, you know, relax, bro. I think. The same goes with like population like like print runs it's like how many of these how, what's a print run and it's like that only matters when it gets to grading like the reason the jordan psa 10 is crazy is because there's only 300 of them that's how you know the print mm. run wasn't crazy or it was like released at the right time pre-grading or just not a lot of people graded or whatever those factors come into play the basic thing is is there about to be five thousand of these psa 10 yes or no if the answer is no shit's going well you know, especially if it's a player like yeah. Mbappe who's going to blow up. Because at that point, even if there was 5,000 of his sticker graded 10, which I don't think there is, there's nowhere near that, the demand would still, in the same way Luka Donic with 10,000 PSA 10s, it's still going for like 3,000, whatever, at peak or whatever. The point is, having 10,000 PSA 10s isn't actually even enough to destroy a market or to make them worthless if it's the right player in that sense, the right rookie card. Yeah, or if, it, if the market is big enough. Yeah, and then when you look at soccer and the, the populations are nowhere near that, so people got to chill. And that's that's why, I don't know, there, there's probably a big dip happening in the American market and it will probably flood through a little bit to soccer, especially with the diversity and how much of a playing field we have, so many different players, all that sort of stuff. But I'm really excited to see what happens around the Euros and I'm just excited for, you know, the World Cup. Exciting times for soccer and I don't know, I'm not yeah. as concerned. Well, obviously we, 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 we saw, like we've seen with soccer kind of, the acceptance we're not in the hobby mainstream yet in fact like as we've seen this week with people talking about the dip we're nowhere near it because we're clearly not in a in as bad a dip if we're in any dip at all um in soccer and um and someone pointed out a very very something a very i can't remember who it was but i saw a very very good point earlier where somebody says people talk about the dip they talk about a crash someone said these are like day trading terms if you buy what you like and you buy stuff that you intend to keep at least for a little while 
you don't have to worry about all this like Wall Street term like dip crash boom like it's that's you know bull market bear market that's what that's that's sharky bullshit like you're supposed to be enjoying this you're not supposed to be sitting there looking at graphs at three o'clock in the morning like i would disagree in so much that i think that there's multiple ways to play the game no but not no but he's saying it's not he's saying like at some level it's not a game like it actually is supposed to be a hobby it's a hobby like it's a hobby first and he what he's saying is I think I again I don't know who this was, so I don't want to put words in their mouth. But I I think the point was as I took it was it, um like the the trading aspect and the money aspect is layered on top, and a lot of people that have only come into the hobby on the back of that talk in terms that are kind of unrelatable to the people who are you know wearing the I'm a collector T-shirts. Yeah, I get that. I get you that. know so so just it's always important to have a little bit of other enjoyment so like that you know if you're if the whole thing like if, if you fight you're in a dip for two weeks you're not like oh no and now i have you know like don't overexpose yourself try to enjoy it try to buy stuff you're going to keep at least for a little while um in some cases like my bukayo sack i get it out the door quick oh my god there's no dipping futera gold cards let me tell you that um no, there is a little bit, I think. But anyway, uh, so yeah. Okay. If uh, People have been asking us kind of like, um, is there a bit of a downturn in soccer cards? And turns out, not compared to other cards, <laughs> we're doing <laughs> fine. But I've also seen so much hostility. I, was, I remember what I was going to say. So much hostility towards a, a lot of our uh, uh, kind of soccer people are getting into Formula One now as well. Yeah. And a lot of people talking about uh, Formula One, and then the guys come in, the traditional hobbyists come in, and the replies and say, "I don't even know what Formula One is, or that, that's stupid, or all that stuff." And I'm like, "Oh wow, this is the exact same kind of hostility we used to get a lot of, and now we don't get that much of when it comes to soccer." Yeah, that's it's true. like it, the hobby is diversifying, it's expanding, people are getting interested in more stuff. So of course the prices are going to come down in the kind of core as the fringe expands. Yeah, that you know? makes sense. Makes sense completely. So, yeah, so just don't don't worry, and and we might even be at a stage where that's applying to soccer as well. There might be people who started off in soccer are now buying F one. Might be people who started off in soccer are now buying basketball, are now buying football, American football, are now buying baseball. So we're all just getting a bit more uh, cultured, a bit more cultured. So it's going to take time. Oh, and then Enzo, news this week from So Rare. Uh, news today actually from So Rare. Uh, up to the minute up to the minute news here on Soccer Cards United <laughs> um, so Rare have announced that they are scaling so Rare on Ethereum so they're sticking with Ethereum the blockchain they built it on with Starkware now Starkware um, are presumably some sort of technology uh, company but so Rare basically say that they um, let's see here so blockchain protocols are still young building our cards on this nascent technology a decision we've taken so that our community can benefit from these superpowers so ownership scarcity authenticity all that stuff but it comes at a cost as we've seen in recent months the ethereum blockchain has been a victim of its uh, of its successful ecosystem the network is saturated leading to very high transaction costs and delays so he said uh, this is written by uh, pierre duperman at sober and they say we're excited to share we're partnering with Starkware to further build on Ethereum with zero knowledge proof, aka ZKP technology. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, working together to launch with this new infrastructure by the end of July 2021. And their new infrastructure 
will have the following benefits, right? It's a layer two solution, which I think means it's still on the blockchain, but it's, there's an extra layer on top okay. to make things quicker. You're not, we're not just going to be doing our, our Sora business raw on the blockchain. I, I editorialized that last part. Anyway, what does it mean for current and future Sora managers? How's this, Enzo? Instant transfers, payments, and rewards. There won't be any more gas-related delays on Sora. All card transfers instantly confirmed. You won't have to wonder where your card is, when the transfer will be settled, or when the rewards will drop. We'll be able to settle more than 3,000 NFT transfers per second with this new infrastructure. The Sora experience is more consistent for you, enabling us to concentrate on what matters. da 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 You'll be able to fund your SoRare account in seconds at no cost, or near near to no cost. We'll work with our existing partner Ramp to make sure that funding your account on SoRare is near instantaneous with no costs related to the Ethereum blockchain. It'll also enable us to add a new stable currency on the platform, making it accessible and understandable to mainstream audiences globally. Love that. So, and basically they're saying what we want to do is keep all the blockchain benefits, make it cheaper to deposit, make it easier to understand and make it quicker uh, so all the transactions are happening instantaneously so that you don't end up with people that are new going like, I thought I I sold that card, but I haven't got the money. Ah, I'm panicking. This is a scam. Ah. And then admin work for SoRare. Yeah. So what do you think about this, Enzo? I love it. It sounds exciting. It's the next... I, I've, I've always said it like Ethereum feels very, you know original internet of plugging your your landline in and everything's being real slow like i feel that's the phase we are with ethereum but i think it has so much potential going forward and just blockchain in general and i think that's what we're seeing this is the next step up this is just the phone line is in but it's working faster you know right we've gone from dial up to broadband here maybe there you go and i'm excited to get the fiber i think yeah i i am i am too but I, i think it's great to see this because like they talk they clearly know that new players here we go so moving on a layer two will help us to integrate the benefits of nfts without new players needing to understand or use blockchain related tools that i think is a crucial crucial um development i think having to understand nfts and how to understand the blockchain and all that stuff i think that is um I think that is uh, something that turns people off. So the simpler it is, the easier it is, the less jargony it is, the better. Can I? It certainly would be easier to talk on this show uh, without having to be like, so everybody knows about crypto wallets, right? (laughs) Non-custodial wallets, you're familiar. Uh, Jason, in real time, Tops have just created at, on Twitter, at Tops NFTs, Oh my god! Yeah, there you go. Now it looks like we're we're fucking <laughs> doing an ad. Um, so oh, I, I see a picture of Godzilla with an autograph. Do you think Godzilla signed it? <laughs> All right, listen, put it away. We we have more. It would be funny things. if they had no, a Godzilla no. autograph, but it was just but it was just uh, like the print of a big. Uh, oh god! Big Give it away, million dollar ideas, Jason. Jason, we have one <laughs> last thing to talk about on the show. Yeah, Bundesliga Chrome, which is whispered to be out this Friday. Uh, the 21st yeah. of May. Got its checklist, finally. Got its checklist. Let's have a look. We didn't know what the checklist was. No. Um, you could guess based on the young talent in the Bundesliga, but you might not have done yeah, a good job. You might not have done a good job if you did guess. Um, let's have a look here. 
estimated I'm on Cardboard Connection estimated release date May 21st 2021 CardboardConnection.com that's Friday yeah uh, configuration four packs per sorry four cards per pack 18 packs per box so there you go 18 yeah oh is that 72 isn't it jeez I, I forgot yeah that's, um, uh, that's standard <laughs> I thought it was more now Enzo one thing I've seen people point out about this uh, this new Topps Chrome uh, Bundesliga is they've stepped away from the just traditional uh, like standard Topps Chrome design and they've actually designed these cards from scratch for Topps Chrome Bundesliga um, which a lot of people have said is, is a mistake based on the initial photographs we don't know obviously until we get the cards a closer yeah. look at them um, but yeah so so let's have a look at the uh, at the checklist right so the base checklist is 100 cards 100 card nice. base checklist nice good not too big mm-hmm. Standard, um, like a good standard for soccer. Yeah, and the uh, refractor parallels, refractors and parallels. So refractors are one in three, mm-hmm. right? There are purple parallels numbered to two fifty. I think Blue, that's a new for Bundesliga. I think that could be new. Yeah, blue to so purple to two fifty, blue to one fifty, green to ninety nine, gold to fifty, orange to twenty five, red to ten. And a super refractor to one. I think the 150 and the 250 are both new. So that just really ups the print run. In terms of production, the, the base the base checklist is the same. They got it in with the refractors. Okay. So uh, so then we presume then that the, the, obviously the... No, I was going to say something stupid. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, so we presume then that the, the parallels that are numbered bigger will be worth less. But yes, Jason, that's actually exactly how it works. That is how it works. Yeah, that's how it will be. Um. So... I have this hundred name checklist. How do we break this down for the people? Do I have by team? We don't need to break down a full. I just mean like, do you want me to just like kind of? I want to just point out who who isn't there, who is there, because there is a right, lot. Of so, so let's angry. talk about some teams, right? Borussia Dortmund. Start off with Borussia Dortmund. You have Marco Royce, obviously, is there. Uh, Jude Bellingham, rookie. Erling Haaland, second season. Gio Reyna. Second season. Second season. Uh, and then you have Yusuf Makoko. Rookie. Rookie. That's a big one. That's a huge one. That's a huge one. Makoko is like the is the biggest rookie probably in this set. I'm looking at Eintracht Frankfurt here. Uh, no rookies. Um, Freiburg, I don't think so. Hoffenheim, I don't think so. Um... Cologne, Leverkusen. Okay, Leverkusen have Musa Diaby, Tapsoba, Patrick Schick, uh, Palacios, Amiri, and Florian Wirtz. Huge, yeah. And there's a lot of them, like, uh, Wirtz people will know, you know, Musa Diaby maybe just about, but, like, they're not huge hobby names except for Florian Wirtz. Wirtz, yeah. So is Wirtz a rookie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have um, Bayern. You have uh, David Alaba. Lewandowski, Serge Nabry, Fonzo Davies, and Joshua Kimmich. Um, for Schalke, there is no Matthew Hoppy for Schalke. There's no Musiala for fucking Bayern. Oh shit, there's no Musiala for Bayern. No. There's no Chris Richards for Ryan. He's Bayern, isn't he? I don't, there's no... Yeah, he's on loan at Hoffenheim, but he is Bayern. I'll see if he's in a Hoffenheim <clears throat> jersey. Hang on. Uh, sorry. Where, guarantee where's, not, where's Hoffenheim? Who put... Oh, uh, uh, no, Chris Richards isn't there. So there's no Chris Richards 
There's no um Musiala, there's no hoppy. Musiala, there's no hoppy. There is a, a Silas uh Waman Gituka uh for Stuttgart, who is a, a highly rated rookie who's been like scoring loads of goals from wing back, which is confusing. Um but yeah, no, no Musiala, that's definitely a negative considering he is going to the Euros. Yeah. Um he's a Bundesliga starlet. He's a Bundesliga starter playing for Bayern, broke into the Bayern team this season. It seems to me he'd have to be in there. Yeah, it seems to me like the checklist and the printing of it all was done a long time ago. Yes, okay. That would explain the absence of Musiala because he was a youth team player. He was like him. Maybe they were like, well, does he break in? Does Xerxes break in? What happens? Like, you know? But I don't um, understand why they would print it so early if they release it so late. I don't know either. I don't know either. And no match with Hoppy. I feel like Hoppy was a good show. Yeah, obviously, um, he, he came on, scored a hat-trick, and he wasn't really spoken about before that. So again, No, I know. If, he, he was if in it academy was printed, player, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, if it was printed earlier, that would justify that. True. And we uh, we interestingly did have um, Hoppy in match attacks Chrome, Bundesliga. Yeah, which you'd imagine is an easier print that would have been printed later. Yeah. There's also some base short prints. Um, there is the Bundesliga trophy, the Super Cup trophy, and the official Bundesliga ball. Okay. So there you go. That's for real Bundesliga fanatics. Now, Enzo, I'll take you on to the autographs. So, there are autos. I'm saying here, it looks like there's 69 autos. Okay. On the base auto checklist. Uh, and these are numbered. Uh, they have 20 to 25 to 10 and to 1. Right? Yep. So, uh, Alfonso, Davies has a, Alfonso Davies has an auto. Um, you have... Uh, I'm looking here. David Alaba is leaving Bayern Munich. Had to get his autos used up. Uh, Kamada from Frankfurt. That could be popular uh, in Asia. Uh, there could be uh, Danny Olmo for Spanish uh, player going to the Euros probably. Florian Wirtz has an auto. Okay. That's good. Giorena has an auto. Uh, Jude Bellingham has an auto. Okay. So that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, Kimmich, we talked about Josh Sargent, the American for Werder Bremen. Uh, Christoph Piontek. Um, Musa Diaby has an auto. Um, Marco Royce. Marcus Thuram. Uh, that could be Marcus Thuram's actually first... Uh oh yeah. Uh oh. Um let's see here. Matondo, Robert Scove, uh Nabry. Again, Waman Guti um Silas. Silas W uh has a has an auto. Um yeah, there's no Haaland auto here, Enzo. There's no yeah. Haaland auto and there's no Makoko auto. There was no Haaland auto in Champions League Museum either. Uh, no Mukoko Auto in Champions League Museum either. Um, you would assume there was a Haaland Auto in Match Attacks Chrome Bundesliga, and there was a Mukoko Auto in the weird tin thing. Yeah, um, where you got the pack along with the. I'm shocked at that one. Like unless unless big man Haaland got too big for his boots and said "suck my dick," I'm signing nothing this year. Then I half understand that and they had a few for Match Attacks because they're one in ten, and it's not you know there's probably three Haaland autographs in their total or some shit. Um. Mukoko, I don't understand. Yeah, you um, would think. 
you would think you would if you'd, you'd, you'd stick an owl there. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's, you know, that's, it's a filthy... That's, and, like, no Lewandowski autographs. Like, it's, no Lewandowski in the year he's about to break Gerd Muller's 40-year-old <laughs> Bundesliga goal-scoring record. No, it's fucked, um, Jason. And I'll tell you why. Because you have the Bundesliga licence. Like, you should be panicked after, you know, you've just had Reina and Haaland as rookies. And you had, you know, Sancho back in the day. And you had fucking, maybe, what's his name? McKenney and whatever. But, like, your licence is dependent on a good rookie class. And so you should be sweating when you're making top scrum like fuck. So the fact that you have Musiala untouched, right? Even yeah. e- even Knuff, right? He's not amazing, but Knuff is a rookie. He he broke out. He fucking scored a goal for Dortmund. Whatever. And then Mukoko, and you still have second year Haaland. Like everyone's gonna rate a Haaland autograph always, especially a Chrome autograph. So what the yeah. fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like what? Like what? Like. It's no, I know. It's, it's such a. It's, it's like you actually got really lucky that you could have had Bellingham, Mukoku, Musiala, all with autographs, all with super factors, and you could still slap an autograph on Haaland. You still have a yeah. big name like Lewandowski. Like, it's such a fuck up. And I do have a theory that I do want to run by in in a couple of minutes, but like it's okay, just fucking. Okay. When we finish the checklist. Yeah. So, um, by the way, somebody pointed out that the I don't think I don't think Alfonso Davies had a base Chrome last year i think he just had an insert a future stars insert okay that's just um, that, to me that's a reach i know that's that when you're talking about that you're you're in trouble you're but anyway there is an insert uh of ten uh decade of dominance decade of dominance die cut autograph set uh, and this the idea behind this is it's like the players that have dominated the bundesliga for the last 10 years right yeah so david alaba obviously again they have to use his autos because he's leaving for real madrid so they're like, right, he's just won however many Bundesligas in a row, him. Uh, Lars Bender for uh, Bayer Leverkusen, yeah. him and his twin Sven are, are leaving, they're retiring at the end of the season. So it could have been Sven or Lars. They chose Lars. Um, Maxi Arnold for Wolfsburg, okay. Uh, Mataya Natasic uh, for Schalke, not for me. Marco Royce, who you could say has dominated the Bundesliga, I suppose, for the last decade, has been one of the dominant figures in the last decade in the Bundesliga. Uh, Nicholas Stark heard to Berlin okay Oliver Bauman Hoffenheim okay Reinhold Jabo definitely not he hasn't even he's from uh, Bielefeld they haven't even been in the Bundesliga Mainz <laughs> Frankfurt yeah for Timothy Chandler Gabriel Selassie for Werder Bremen definitely Timo Horn for Cologne okay Vincenzo Grifo for Freiburg not really Endo for Stuttgart and Jan Sommer for Mönchengladbach Jan that's Sommer a reach has never dominated anything no that that decade of dominance is a reach. It's shocking. Yeah, I don't love that. It's like it's like they in that in that sense it's almost like they're like, right, we need to add something here. What can we do? And it's like Musiala, that's what you do. Yeah. And then it's it's um that's uh, eighteen cards on that checklist on that uh, die cut decade down the it's one in nine packs. And then there's a future stars set, which is one in six packs. I believe that's the most common insert. And you have uh Davies uh, Piper, Kamada, Almo, Zakaria, Palacios, uh, Sergeant, Tussard, Richter, Nico Gonzalez, who could actually be a good one because he could kind of get a move out of Stuttgart. Kabak uh, since signed for Liverpool, maybe get a bit of interest there. Uh, Makoko is on Future Stars. So Makoko, Future Stars, that's pretty good. That is good. Um, I feel like Davies has had enough Future Stars. I he had one he had last one season. Two yeah. Of them. yeah, one or two. I'm yeah. just like, he's a star now, relax. 
And then you have the 1 in 36 packs. You have the top 11 set checklist. And the top 11, I believe, is the 11 biggest goals, the 11 top goal scorers from last season. Okay. So you have Cramerich for Hoffenheim, John Cordoba for Hertha Berlin, who wasn't at Hertha Berlin. Was that maybe Cologne last season? Andre Silva for Frankfurt, Haaland for Dortmund, uh, Niederlechner for Augsburg. I think he was at Freiburg last season. Sancho, Lewandowski for Bayern, Kwaizov for Mainz, Anderson for Cologne. He was at Union Berlin last season. Nabry for Bayern and Wutweghorst for uh, Wolfsburg. So that's kind of a top 11 top scorers. That, that I mean, if you get a, a Lewandowski or a Haaland or, you know, uh, Sancho, you can imagine they're pretty desirable. But and so overall on this checklist, my feeling is that regardless of like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's on some level, I don't think it's fair to criticize them too much for not putting in like the stuff that like, you know, we all want because like it's a, mm-hmm. bun- it's a Bundesliga license. They're serving the Bundesliga. Like, if you were, like, a fan of... But, like, if a Premier League prism, they just said, oh, we're just doing the the big six clubs, biggest six clubs, we're not going to do any Newcastle or West Ham cards, like, you know? Mm. Um, so I get that. But I feel like, to a global audience, this Bundesliga set, this, this, this Bundesliga checklist is not going to ring through. Yeah, I think, like, even there, the um, decade of dominance could have been removed and... They could have had another form of future stars set or they could have expanded future stars out. You know, I don't think anyone would have been mad about that. Or I think of something else because like I, I also think it's kind of funny to have a decade of dominance checklist in it a league. It should just be Bayern It's Bayern. <laughs> like, I, I, that actually doesn't make any sense. Like Yeah, what have they dominated? Like Timothy Chandler there for Eintracht Frankfurt um, who I think recently actually he's American and Americans have a strange relationship with Timothy Chandler because although he's had a fine career in Germany he's never really been any good at international level. Um, which is strange because usually it's you know anyone doing well in Europe would be in there but anyway so uh, Tim Chandler recently signed a contract extension with Eintracht Frankfurt and it includes like letting him join the coaching staff or letting him join the boardroom or something after he retires but that's not important I look at Tim Chandler and I say okay Frankfurt fine Bundesliga career excellent career by any measure but has he dominated the Bundesliga for a decade no no like that should just be Bayern. But like Lewandowski is not in there, is he not, or is he? No, David Alaba is in there. It's an autograph, by the way. It's autographs. Ah, here. Oh, and future stars. Sorry, future stars and top eleven. Wait a second. Future stars isn't an autograph. No, there are future stars autographs. Sorry, one second here. Yes, there are. There are top eleven. There are future stars, and there are decade of dominance inserts, mm-hmm. and then there are also. Top 11, Future Stars, and Decade of Dominance autos. So the top 11 autos, you have Kramerich, Niederlechter, Quaison, Anderson, Nabry, and Weghorst. So out of that, you don't have any Haaland top 11 autos. You don't have a Lewandowski top 11 auto. Do you know what I mean? Like, we didn't come down to Liffey in a bubble. Like, this is a bit, like... Outrage. It's, it's shocking. It's a bit... It's like... Yeah. I still have my theory, though. What's your theory? Can I get into my theory? Please. So sorry, my, my, I just want to lay out. My, my theory is that uh, the um, set is too Bundesliga and not... That's uh, not a theory. It's a statement. It's a statement. The set is too Bundesliga. <laughs> it's too Bundesliga, but like still, their tops weren't, you know, born in a barn. They know... But like, last year, it was Dortmund's rookie season and they slapped fucking autographs into Bundesliga 
Chrome, so it makes no sense. It was it was Haaland's. Yeah, Haaland's rookie season. Yeah, but they put they put autographs in it. So if you're saying they went hard because it was his rookie season, where's Mukoko's autographs? They do have them because they put them in the tin. Then also, like you have Haaland on your limited license, you put his autographs in the flagship product. Like that makes no sense. Um, it really makes no sense, especially even like Lewandowski. That that's like extra, like ha ha, like what? It's just, it's like it's not like they don't know. So it's it's shocking, and they're not out of autographs. So here is my hot take, Jacob. Right, I okay. think. I think we're going to get Bundesliga Sapphire and I think the first ever Bundesliga Sapphire and I think it's going to be the first time that Soccer Sapphire got the autograph treatment because I did my research real quick to see if Sapphire has ever got autographs and I've seen it in baseball, possibly in some other sports too, but I've seen it in baseball. Baseball, there's autographs. I'm Googling, as, cards. I'm Googling as we talk. Yeah, Google it away. So there is Sapphire and I don't understand. I'm assuming it's the same shit. I don't know anything about no baseball and what they've been doing, but I have a feeling... They're like, right, we're going to make... Because like, they squeeze their Bundesliga license and all their licenses for as much as they can. There's bound to be a Bundesliga Sapphire. And because they just... And they, they might be concerned, like maybe Bundesliga isn't going to get the Sapphire. How are we going to make it really, really desirable? And I think this is my absolute prediction. Is that for the first time in a soccer product, they'll put autographs into a Sapphire. And I think... Because like, how can you not have Lewandowski autos? That's why it makes no sense. That's why mm. I'm like a has and, and Haaland. Like Mukoko, fair enough, he's really young and they didn't realise what was gonna happen. And so my question for anyone listening is if that is the case, potentially, does Sapphire because it's Sapphire edition, has Sapphire ever has a set ever coming out and the Sapphire set came out with extra cards in it, as in could Musiala be in that if it wasn't in this? Because it's a Sapphire edition, so you assume it's the same. Oh, you, you know mean could I mean? they could they actually expand the the checklist the ch- kind of thing yeah or even alter the checklist a little bit like can they add it in because obviously in terms of them printing sapphire you'd assume that wouldn't have happened as long ago as chrome so they could be like oh musial is a big deal we have to have him in but can you do that i guess you can do whatever you want but like is it has it been done is my question has it happened before because i seen the autographs and i said okay well, no that- hala no lewandowski my gut said yeah there's going to be a sapphire with that with autographs for the first time in soccer i'm looking here on cardboard connection I'm it's a very interesting theory and it would be I think we're, I don't really understand how a lot of this stuff works and we're kind of like it's even funny because like we kind of based the soccer hobby off kind of like really 18 months of what we consider to be normal releases mm. but of course we've actually no idea like that's not a big enough sample size to know how soccer is going to work and they're always learning and it's the same for like panini even like with their hybrid boxes and all that's like we don't know it just seems like everyone's kind of figure it out you know what i mean but i'm looking mm-hmm. here at 2020 tops chrome sapphire edition baseball set and it says that it's there's one rookie auto and one parallel per box so okay. the rookies had their own auto checklist so, I guess, but like soccer doesn't have that many rookies to kind of get something like that off necessarily. So you think it could just be a, one per a box. yeah, unless everyone. I'm just not gets sure. A, a Musiala um, shows up with an auto, maybe oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, see, I don't know. I don't. Now know I want to be right because I feel like people will be like, "You had inside knowledge somehow," and I'm like, "No." Yeah, but like that's what I want. Like, because that would be exciting. I'm not so super excited about this product. Having said that. Mm-hmm. You cannot sleep on a Topps Chrome for Jude Bellingham. 
with an autograph as well and you can't sleep on the tops chrome mukoku you just can't you've seen the desire for him wait hold on jason you've seen the desire for mukoku tops chrome is tops chrome you're always going to see especially like super factor you know all of the parallels um i think if mukoku goes on to have any because i think it's going to look like a flat product when it comes out but i think if mukoku goes on to have anything like the career he might then this box or realistically i mean the hobby doesn't doesn't seem to be predicting careers here if he scores two goals in the first two weeks of next season <laughs> like let's not let's not let's not kid ourselves people aren't aren't predicting careers for these kids they're just like oh goal ah, ha, ha. now he's worth loads now i think i think that's the only thing that he carries the product i think but like it should have been spread amongst a few young people and it should have also included the likes of a Haaland autograph which would have also spread I mean, like, I don't understand how Merlin can come out with a with a Haaland and Reina dual auto, and mm. then Tops Chrome, the flagship. They're just like, eh. well, maybe Enzo, maybe it's like, maybe it's like kind of. Well, it's the same reason. Like, if you look at it from a different point of view, like the Panini Select for the Euros, right? Mm-hmm. Was or Panini Prism? Like, you look at Panini Prism for uh, the Premier League this season, and it's just like the designs. I think are really they look really bad. You know, mm-hmm. um. And then you look at the mosaic for Panini and it's like some of the nicest cards you've ever seen. And you're like, how can the same company think that these are both good? (laughs) You clearly know what good is like. But what I think what I think it is, is that it seems like as we expand out from soccer so that it's not just Prism, it's not just Chrome. They have to spread the spread the love a little bit, you know? No, but I, that has nothing to do with not throwing some Lewandowski autographs into the Bundesliga Chrome. Well, it does because they're saying we want we want people to buy the stuff that isn't Chrome. They're saying we're not yeah, gonna we're not gonna just stack Chrome because you're gonna buy Chrome anyway because it's Chrome. So the question yeah, but it's is, Chrome for a reason. No, it's no, it's Chrome because it's Chrome. Chrome refers to the actual stock. No, we know, of we know. The, the stock, the, the stock. You love that fact, but listen. So then they're going to they buy it. So Tops are saying, well, it's Chrome, so you're going to buy it anyway. So we have to decide, are we going to buy it anyway? That's what the, that's what we're going to all find out. But listen, Champions League Chrome last year had Lewandowski autographs in it. We know that because we pulled it from one of our two boxes that's we right. opened. Had a hard time selling it as well. We sold it. No, but we, we had a hard time selling most of the cards in there. But the Lewandowski autograph was easy enough. And I'll say this. They should have it in Bundesliga Chrome. I think they should, I but I get, I, I get why they don't. I don't get it. I disagree with it. I think they're trying to. They're trying to almost sneak into sneak what? It past what us. other? Okay, but what are they trying to? No, that's the only reason my theory holds up is because it's the opposite of trying to sneak it past us. Like Haaland or Lewandowski, how how can the two biggest stars in the league, literally, and biggest goal scorers in the league, literally, yeah, be skipped on the autograph checklist when they have access, especially to Haaland and Dortmund for autographs? How? I don't get it. Well, we do know, we do know that there they is... They've Haaland a- autographs in Bundesliga match attacks, Chrome. Come on. That's right. Bundesliga match attacks available on SoccerCardsUnited.com. Um, and never being sold. Never being sold. Uh, but anyway, we ha- we do know that this new set is coming over from the baseball world. Tops tier one, Bundesliga. That's, I now have high hopes for that. That's new to soccer. Yeah, and I'm looking here, and I'm seeing a Reina autograph, a Nabri autograph, a Kimmich autograph. I have two uh, things to say, but that's it. Yeah, I, I do. You think maybe they're they're holding back a little bit of heat because they're like buy the new thing. 
I'm hoping, I think the new thing pays for itself. I'm hoping two things. One, I'm hoping that's set because that's been on Cardboard Connections for ages or wherever you're getting a picket. Picket.com. Picket.com. <laughs> um, that's been there for ages. I, I hope that wasn't printed ages ago. Mm. I hope that that does have the likes of Mukoko in it because if it was printed as long ago as it could have been, then I don't think it would. And Musiala. And I also think that could actually be replacing Bundesliga Museum for this season because it's a similar product. And in terms of, like, it's similar to Museum. It's a little bit more premium, I would say. It reminds me kind of of, um, uh, what's the Panini one with only a couple of cards in it? Uh, Impeccable? Immac- Immaculate? Immaculate, yeah. yeah. No, honestly, it's, it's, an all, it's, it's an all hit set where everything is yeah. either a patch or not or a patch at all. Like museum comes with three cards that are that are hits, and I think this one is just three. So it's basically museum without the base cards. So maybe museum didn't sell really well last year, the Bundesliga museum, and maybe they decided to go more premium and less quantity. Mm. Maybe. Um, I'm hopeful for that set, but I think that set again because of how premium it is, it sells itself. I, it doesn't excuse not putting a Lewandowski autograph in a Chrome. Yeah. Um. So there we go. I mean, I think there's there is some disappointment at the auto checklist in this particularly. Um, I I I think it's it's just very Bundesliga and like it's very Bundesliga. Even and the reason I know it's very Bundesliga is because even I'm looking at it going, no, that's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I I know the Bundesliga. Like there's like I was having a hard time picking out players that I thought were remarkable. Yeah, and I know the bun. I don't know. It's not my number one league, but I know it. Like even like Bas Dost is in it for Eintracht Frankfurt, but like that's from last year. Like his auto is from last year. He's at Cl- he's at Bruges now. Yeah, no. Do you know like, I mean? Listen, Mukoku parallels are going to carry it. Bellingham autograph and parallels are going to carry it. Yeah. It does. Reina have autographs in it. Um, let me just double check. I don't I think, think so. No, does. I don't think so. Right. So that, that, that's just adds to let me just really let me weird. just have a little look here for you and see if Scan I through it, but i think bellingham i, I i'd like to see oh how he does he does have autos yeah yeah sorry okay yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see how the hallands um the parallel hallands go the colored ones i'd like to see obviously the second year third chrome i think or fourth if you add sapphire um i'd like to see how they go but really it's it's gonna be mukoku and bellingham the the, the dortmund boys yeah um, and Ritz, florian Ritz. yeah i mean even like I don't know, like, obviously Bastost is on, is at Bruges. Not that Bastost was a chase, but I just mean, like, even when I look at this top 11, again, I love the idea of top 11. We're going to catalogue who are the top goal scorers. But then, like, as I'm saying, like, uh, John Cordoba, Niederlechter, Anderson, like, they're not even at the clubs. You're saying these are the top scorers from last year, but they've all moved clubs, like. Yeah, it's, it's Germany. That's always going to be what happens. You need to not have that as your... I don't, I don't know. I just, it, I kind of, this just, this could even be a problem. As you say, it's Germany. It's like all the managers in Germany moving halfway through the season. I just feel like the Bundesliga is like almost, and this checklist, it's like something about the Bundesliga where it's like a little bit too friendly or something. <laughs> it's like, I don't think you understand that we are not all as in love with German football as, as you all are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they might be Say like, whatever about yeah. who's missing. Musiala is a superstar that's missing. Like it's not just a young prospect we all believe in. That's a superstar in the main game. Um, well, it is a young prospect we all believe in. He's not a superstar. Yeah, I know, but like he, he's he's not like like Mukoku. You know, your man 
Musiala has been picked for the Euros, political as that was. He's scoring goals in the Champions League, whatever. Yeah. But and he's playing for a team that actually dominates the league, might I add. That's so funny, the the decade of dominance, and then it's like <laughs> Byron won the is, league. Is there any year. Bayern players in that actually? Yeah, there's oh, David Halaba. Mm, but like how can okay. you put not put into if you're talking about decade of dominance, where's Manuel Neuer? Where's, where's Muller? Where's Thomas Muller? Yeah. Talking show. But like where's all the autographs? Even there's something coming. Even like David Alaba, your own Boateng, like these are the fellas to put in. There has to be something coming, but even even if there is something coming, it makes no sense to not put a few autographs in this as well. I don't know, but listen, what we think is is beside the point. I want to know what everyone Do else thinks. Lewandowski was too busy dominating the league to be signing autographs. Yeah, he was even yeah, injured for had a few no problem. weeks. Could have snuck him in. Um, so we'll see what the, what these are like. Obviously, a lot of the art that we have here at the moment is uh, preliminary. Preliminary art. It could be something to change. Um, could it be a preliminary checklist? Is that outrage? Maybe outrage marketing. Ooh. Oh, it could be a, a double bluff kind of thing. A double because th- those checklists only bluff. came out like yesterday. Okay, that's my new theory. It's a bluff. Has to be. How, how's it old? No. Ah, ah. Right, so Enzo's gone insane with paranoia because he can't believe there's no Robert Lewandowski or Bundesliga Chrome. You think Cardboard Connections have leaked a, a checklist? Have been given. Have been given a false been given. Che- It's a false flag operation. I think so. I think it's a... Because yeah. think about... What, what was the other... There was a few outrage marketing. So there was... We don't, Maldini, need, we don't need to go into all this. Ah. So, right... We don't know if this is a real checklist. The 3D glasses. Not a real checklist. The 3D glasses of Merlin, of course, big hit. Um, yeah, wait. 3D glasses, and then the st- checklist was stacked. You know, three glasses. Listen, go continue. Just gonna say, I want to know what everyone thinks of this Bundesliga Chrome checklist. Um, Can I also add? Yeah. It seems to be rumors have it coming out on a Friday. That never happens for for product. Normally, it's Wednesday. I think these days are for the hour. I whoever is the marketing man at, at Tops, I have his number. I know what's going on now. They think they're clever. They're not. There's no way. Jason, we just... They cut, cut all of this checklist talk. This is what they wanted. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We walked right into it. Yeah. that's not that, are you, Jason, they, they, they're using 2010 tactics. They're baiting us. Yeah. That's what... Jason, I swear... Fuck. Okay, we, we don't know. There's we're, no sapphire. We're going to see what happens. And we don't know where we stand at this stage. We're all over the place here. Um, I don't know if I've gone crazy or if I just figured it out. No, you've. I think even if you have figured it out, to get there you had to go crazy. So you're gone. And <laughs> um, you've pushed yourself over the edge. You've gone full beautiful mind on it. And um, but yeah, I want to know, real or not, what do you think about this checklist? Send it in. We want to talk about it on Postcard United on Monday. Everyone will have seen the actual checklist. Whether this there is you it go. or something see that? else. I love the way you're fully you're fully on board with my theory now. You're like whether it's real or not, and you're, you're going to see the actual checklist as if that's not the actual Jason. You're fully in it because. What I do, Enzo, is I take what happens live on the show and I incorporate it in the next sentence I say. <laughs> That's professional broadcasting. Uh, real or not, you'll have seen the checklist. Send us in your thoughts. Uh, send us in your, your your feedback and we'll have a chat about it as a as a group uh, on a little group therapy session over Bundesliga Chrome uh, on Monday's Postcards United. Therapy other, if there's no Lewandowski hoes. <laughs> other than that, um, I think that's all uh, for this week. Uh, what have we covered? We've covered loads of stuff. Um, so we'll see everybody on Monday for Postcard United. And uh, yeah, Chrome Checklist is a false flag. Hashtag Chrome Checklist is a false flag. Hashtag Chrome Checklist Exposed. <laughs> okay. Uh, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend if we're not talking to you before.
Tschüss.